Empire. Deal back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assist from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took a in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up, is my? We're not going to be fucking sunk this year with the Stanley Cup champions! Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. Hey, we have a very special episode today. Please welcome the legendary Bram Weinstein. Bram, how's the beach treating you right now? Legendary. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You guys. (laughs) That is just far from the truth, but I can't tell you how appreciative I am of that adjective. That is an amazing, amazing adjective that I never thought I'd hear in my life. You are. Yeah. We've been listening to you for 25 years or whatever it's been. You know, I've, I can't believe I'm actually doing a show with you right now. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm on cloud nine. I'm not going to lie. Listen, man, like I, I love what you guys are doing. I'm so happy you guys want to work with, with the network that I'm building. I, I really I genuinely just kind of love what you guys are doing. And um, I think we need voices like yours in our market, and I'm happy that you guys signed on to do this with me. I was, I'm pleased. So, you know, <laughs> legend. I'm making you guys legendary. You guys are going to surprise <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're we're thrilled to be on the network, and really yeah. appreciate the opportunity. So, but you still have to deal with us idiots. So, um, I'm Matt Vazana, and as always, my brother Noel. Noel, how's it going? Good, good. Yeah, I mean, I, I finally got a platform to just be the crazy jerk that I am. It's it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. It, all these years of you know my family telling me that I'm the you know the crazy loudmouth. See, yeah, here I am. Here I am. There you are. Wow. Well, this is test number one too. Like you buttered <laughs> me up with legendary. I can't wait for the shitty question I'm gonna have to try to answer now. <laughs> right. quit such a crap. Like trust me, I've been I've been down this road a million times. They butter you up and then ask you something to make you say something terrible. So I can't. Oh. Let's hear what question one is. I right, right. Yeah, be ready here, Bram. Yeah, yeah. Brace yeah. for impact. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, I'm obviously most of you that are listening to the show know this, but I wanted to throw this out there. You can hear Bram on his show every day on ESPN 6:30 from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Also on uh, EmpireMedia.com, we're on there as well. Thanks for throwing us on there, Bram. But uh, real quick, we have an Instagram page, Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. We're also on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod. We also have a Facebook groups to so search groups and type in our name, Beltway Sports Bros. One last thing, please subscribe or follow depending on your podcast app you use. It's 100% free. All subscribing does is download the newest episode automatically so you don't have to search for it. Uh, so Bram's gonna head out a little bit early today, but uh, he has a you have a boogie boarding lesson or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I went to the beach. I'm at the beach for this week, and um, I haven't been out of my house in I don't know about you guys, but I basically I've been one of the like I'm freaked out by COVID nineteen, <laughs> and I do wear a mask and I do take it seriously, and I've been hiding in my house for three months, so. This is like uh, an indoctrination into the world again, being outside. So 
you only oh, yeah. have my attention for such a <laughs> right. small amount of time because I'm like I haven't seen the outside world. It's like I feel like this is like the nuclear scares of the 1950s. Like I think I'm thinking <laughs> now. Like now I understand. Like I haven't been in the outside world and I'm like scared to walk by somebody. So, right, like, right. Uh, yeah, everybody man. thought Howie Mandel was crazy, but see, yeah. he's uh, he nope. he knew what was going on yeah. the whole time. <laughs> But to start, if it's all right with you, Bram and Noel, I don't really care what you think, but um, <laughs> let's. <laughs> we're going to talk about the big news from yesterday. The Washington football team has changed their name to, you ready? The uh, Washington football team. So that's exciting. Well, at least for next year. But if you haven't seen it, the team put out a new uniform design as well. The biggest change is that the player numbers will replace the logo on the helmet and there are no stripes on the helmet. Bram, I know you've probably talked about this for, I don't know, three hours on your show, but what do you think about it? What are your thoughts? So I think they made the best of what they could for now. I am really happy that they didn't. I don't know what the rush was to. It's one thing to disassociate. I don't know mm-hmm. what the rush was to get a name. Right. Like, what? Are, what like, this is a $3.5 billion or more brand. Like, right. you don't just let anybody with a graphic design degree create a logo (laughs) and slap it on a helmet a week later just because you've decided that you're going to change the name and so i was i'm I'm really happy that they're not doing that that they're going to actually really think about this that it may not end up being something cartoonish like Mm -hmm. red wolves i don't know how you guys felt about that but i didn't want that to happen and i think this is actually the right thing to do i'm not a huge fan of the numbers on the helmets but that's short term and maybe I'll get used to it. And I also do think, and I don't know, this is probably not going to happen, but look, Dan Snyder died on the hill for this. He didn't want to change the name, right? He didn't want to do that. He wanted to preserve the tradition. Well, guess what? If he never changes the name, then the name's never been changed. Yeah, so yeah. if they're Washington football team in perpetuity, then they're kind of always the Redskins. And... I don't know if people are going to take to this or not, and I do believe they are going to come up with a new nickname at some point. But for me, I'm okay with this for now, and frankly, I'm okay with this long term if they were willing to do this. Yeah. Well, for me, I mean, not to pat myself on the back, but I've been saying this name since this was a controversial issue for years. I mean, I was actually saying Washington FC, more so a soccer-style thing, and say it's kind of a, yeah, you can keep with the tradition to a certain extent, you still have all the colors, and um, I like the name. I think that it's kind of a quiet fu, so to speak. Yes, and kind of sticking to their guns a little bit. And I'm hoping that maybe people turn out to like it this way, and 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 will keep it. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, I, I really I think it kills two birds with one stone. Right. Um, if you if you read that statement that he put out on the name change where he actually said Redskins like 18 times in a statement <laughs> in saying that he's changing the name Redskins. It's, it's the most passive aggressive thing I've ever seen. And, and like, really, I mean, it's, it, no one's allowed to say this outside of our region. That's why I'll say it to you guys. And I've said it on the radio, but I'll say it to you guys too. It's, I wish we didn't have to change the name. I know what we meant by it. Like there was no malice or racism attached to right. it. We all know that. And but like I get it. We're at a time when they had to change it and I'm not defending it and they had to change it. But I do think intent matters. And so there's a big part of me that feels like you're <laughs> you're wiping away my childhood here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and, and for me, not for frankly, a good enough reason to do so. But I get it. You have to change it. Well, if you never replace it, then it never really went away. 
So for me, I'm okay with this. And I don't, I do believe they're going to come up with a new name and I'm just appreciative that they didn't do something really fast that is regrettable, like wizards or something like that. You don't like the wizards, huh? Hey, I wanted to, (laughs) it took a long time to get used to, but I, I will say this though. I wanted to ask you, maybe you can clear this up for us, Bram, but everyone's talking about the reason they're going this route because it's impossible to make so many changes in such a short period of time. All these marketing experts and all that, but going this route, aren't they going to have to go through this bullshit twice now? Yes, they are. But like everyone's like, I saw someone who was it? Someone tweeted, it was like Emmanuel Acho or someone like that, like tweeted something mm-hmm. like, You had all this time and this is what you came up with. All this time. Right. It's been right. Three weeks. <laughs> what are you talking about? All this time. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. When you change a $3.5 billion brand, you should do it overnight. Yeah, that sounds smart, buddy. Like, I'm <laughs> right. glad you're not running the team because what, what would they have been called if you were running the team? Right. Like, you know, this isn't an all-nighter and stay up and write things on a whiteboard and when you're super high, go, that's the one. Like, that's, <laughs> right. that's not what you do. And so I appreciate that they're taking the time with this. And I do think, and I feel like there is a possibility that we get through this whole year, people kind of like this. And I know they're like, this is soccer. And I'm like, well, those soccer teams happen to be the most famous teams in the world. Exactly. Barcelona doesn't have a nickname. Exactly. You know, City doesn't have a nickname. So I don't know that they have to change this. And, and you know, and you know how I feel about this. Like, I, I like the old We just have this American mentality that you have to have a nickname. I, I don't get it. This team has established itself based on an area, based on the tradition that they have. They're a football team. I, like I said before, a spit in the face to a certain extent, saying, no, we're going to keep the tradition going. We don't need to revamp everything. And like you said, Bram, it took for the Bullets to transition over to the Wizards, that shitty name that they came up with as the Wizards. It took them an 18-month transition to make that happen. I mean, and they're expecting, and guys are irritated that they didn't just jump into the Red Wolves or Red Tails bandwagon. It's insane. Right. It's like nobody has any sense of time anymore. Right. Like, oh, you had three weeks to think about it. You didn't do anything. Three weeks? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? This The real world is not Twitter, pal. (laughs) What are you doing? Like, whatever they do here is going to be a massively important decision. And you just think that they ought to just, like, sit down one day throw names at each other and circle one and make that the name like that's just stupid it's so insane. i'm glad they didn't do that because this is my team and i don't want them to come up with something really dumb and they may do that anyway but like i'm i almost certain it's 50 50 it's going to be terrible if they did it on that yeah. kind of timeline well i mean i think all the names are going to suck but you know hopefully they do the best with that but i you know i think it was a smart move like you said because i didn't want it to turn into like a raven situation where they had to get that stupid bird head because they were forced to change it because of the lawsuit you know they just had to throw throw something on the side of their helmet yeah, when they had that yeah. so that oh my god what and then they had to stick to it because they won the super bowl looked like shit and that's what i was going to ask you um let's say hypothetically that they win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, obviously, <laughs> the likelihood of that happening is very low. But you can't change it after like, that, okay, though, right? Go on, right? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, what, you can't change the logo or this name after you win a Super Bowl. Bram, you this have is, to stick Bram, to it. You, this is what you can't I, be the. This is what I deal with oh on a regular God. basis. These ridiculous I, hypotheticals <laughs> that I have to yeah. acknowledge. But go ahead. Oh, I'm well, sure they're going <laughs> to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, you know, I do think like. 
they, I would, I do like the Cleveland Indians are hemming and hawing about changing their name, and they actually have a pretty yeah. good team, and it's a weird, dumb, shortened schedule. I would love for them to win the World Series and Mike drop the name. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing if they would go do that. And I, I'm with you. I wish that would happen, but like, where were you going with this? Because you lost me at win the Super Oh, no, 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 no. Right. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, what, what I. I know that the likelihood is extremely low. Let me let me preface it with that. But if you do that, then you have to just stick with what you have. You can't ch- change it to freaking Red Wolves or something after you win a Super Bowl, right? I, I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, Who knows? it really just depends on what is acceptable any longer. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And I, and yeah. I'm not sure I know what that is. I do know that Redskins was no longer acceptable. The rest of That's it's all sure. up for debate. But I mean, just think about like, the Atlanta Braves came out, and they have not said whether they would play the music that gets people to do the tomahawk chop. I know. <laughs> right. It's just like, I, there's a part of me that feels like, wow, they're, these teams are still kind of bulldozing through this and ignoring all of it. Like, how come we didn't? And I guess it was the financial pressure, and, and well, here we are. So they'll be the Washington something. Well, and the Chiefs and the and Florida State, they do the, the tomahawk chop as well. Yes. And nobody's saying anything about that. I mean, I, I thought that was way more racist than the Redskins name, you know, the, but hey, the whatever. Indians had a bucktooth, red-faced cartoon <laughs> Indian on their jersey yeah. for I don't know how many years, and they've walked away from it. But, you know, the crazy part about that one is, like, when Dan finally did it, all he got was the crap from people saying, well, he's not doing it for the right reasons. And even though he did it, he couldn't get it right. Do you hear anybody writing the like that crappy Cleveland Indians owner took him so long to get rid of Chief Wahoo. No, you don't. Right. So like, and listen, Dan deserves a lot of what he gets, but like in this case, he actually ended up doing the thing that everyone asked him to do and he still couldn't get it right. You know, like it sucks. And at the end of the day, I've been saying that if it wasn't for Snyder being the owner and I've unfortunately defended him on a few things because I'm the yin to the yang, but more than a few, more than a few. But if he was, if there was a different owner involved, I believe the name would have been changed 10 years ago. Yes. He's the one that was the trailblazer for this whole thing. I mean, he's been fighting tooth and nail to keep this name through thick and thin, been a criminal number one, an FBI most wanted list because of this name and he stuck to it and now everybody wants him out everybody wants to ostracize the guy but at the end of the day we got to enjoy the name probably for an additional 20 years because he was the owner well i mean for me like there's a lot of things to complain about with dan a, a lot absolutely um in, in this particular case though i i used this word about a week ago and people were like that's too strong of a word but i do admire him for wow. sticking up for the tradition yeah. and nostalgia <laughs> okay yeah. yeah like i do like as someone who, like him, lived and breathed this team and still does, like, I want my owner not to just kowtow to people. Like, I want him to say, no, this is what we mean by it. This is what our, um, this is what our history is. This is why we use this. And I'm not going to listen to you tell me what's right and what's wrong with my brand when I know my fans. Absolutely. And yeah. I appreciated that about him. He was never going to win this long term, ever. Like, yeah. he was never. And we've reached the point of no return with it. And in the end, I'm okay with that because I think we all know, even with best intentions, it's inappropriate. Right. I always knew that. I mean, I always knew there was a, a, a cloud over it. I mean, I, I'm not of blind course. to that, but I guess I just didn't care. Or, and I never looked at it that way, like you said. I, I never Neither thought of I. it in that manner. No. And like, who was walking down the street in D.C. yelling, racist, at the guy yeah. in the Dexter Manley jersey? Like, <laughs> right. never happened. 
And then I've talked to other people around the country and they're all, you know, they're all pointing fingers and like, yeah, see, yeah, like big win. And I'm sitting there going, okay, are you a football fan? And like, yes. And I'm like, guess what? You're never going to have a Redskins Cowboys game ever again in your life. Are you bothered by that? You should be. <laughs> well, to, to, to play you know? devil's advocate for a no. second, and, and I know you got to run, uh, Bram, but would you go to an inning reservation and call somebody a redskin? Would I? No. No, yeah, of course not, because no. it's a racist term, right? And and I know that that wasn't the purpose of this. The point of it is not to a racist, or we're trying to be racist against them with the redskins name, but it still is a term that's a racist term overall. And th- for me, it made me kind of uncomfortable after a while I, and i told yeah. noel this and i i go out of my way to get the the r logo instead of the native american head eventually you just keep hearing people over and over again that it's you know oh you, you like that racist team even if it's a joke it still was starting to make me a little uncomfortable maybe i'm in the minority on that i don't know but i don't know it, you like, are I, I don't know if, would you okay what would you rather wear in public right now a, a hat with the redskins logo or a MAGA hat? Like, what What do you oh, think would man. get the more visceral reaction <laughs> oh, right now? Absolutely. We're not supposed to talk politics on this one. <laughs> right. what, what you, like, what would be the more visceral reaction? Because I'll tell you, like, it's not that I run around wearing those hats, but I've never run into a situation where I wore anything that had their name or the logo on it, and people, like, accosted me. Like, Absolutely never not. I know. To your point, never. Like, to your point, like, I also wouldn't run around calling people that, but I think... Right. Like, again, intention matters, and that's not what it represented, and it never did represent that. But I get yeah. it. It's gone now, and it's crying yeah. over spilled milk, and they're right. going to name themselves something, and that's fine. Hey, you know, I'm happy fine. with the name how it is right now. I hope that it sticks with the uh, Washington F.T., I guess is what would would be, but um, I'm, I'm <laughs> I like that. That's good, yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm happy that they went this route. I think the uniform, I mean, hell, that number on the side. I mean, I didn't even think about that because we were talking about what would they change the logo to and everybody's talking about going back to the spear or the R. And I'm looking at that uniform like, wow, that actually that that gold numbers on the side actually looks pretty clean. It doesn't look too bad. I mean, I think Alabama, obviously, but hell, we got so many Alabama players anyway. Who gives a shit? Or a blank helmet or the word Washington written out. (laughs) I do like FT on the helmet would have been pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) But all all I'm glad is in the end, they kept the colors. Yeah. The colors are amazing. There's no reason to change those. I don't know why the Wizards got away from red, white and blue when they did. They didn't have to do that. I'm glad they've gone back. And I'm glad that they stuck to it with this. The burgundy and gold is a perfect, classic color combination in the NFL. There's no reason to change that, no matter what their name is. So I was glad Agreed. they stuck with that. That that would have been heartbreaking if they changed that. But at least we can take solace in the fact they're still the burgundy and gold, if nothing else. So Doc can keep calling them that. Bram, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate yeah, it, man. right? Thanks Noel? a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I know you got to run, so I hope you didn't take up too much of your time on this. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your vacation. Is there anything that you want to promote? You know, uh, I don't know. No, just happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, there you go. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being on the All show, right. man. I really <laughs> yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it's, I, I'm really glad to work with you guys. Everybody listen to their show. You guys are the best. Thank you for Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. All right. Thanks again to Bram for joining us. So moving on, I'm sure you all missed it last week. So it's back and better than ever. We have another installment of Top 5 Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's now. back, boy. Today, we're going to be covering <laughs> Dan Snyder's Top 5 
most obscure scumbag moves. <laughs> Keep the obscure part. That's important. So, <laughs> oh, man. So dumb. Yeah, we, <laughs> we thought it'd be too easy to go down the same old list of Snyder's fuck-ups, you know? So right. it, the, the same old shit, you know, and everybody does that. But we're going we're gonna to go really obscure with this. And, and, you know, maybe you've heard of some of them and maybe you haven't, but we found them pretty funny. So, you know. Yeah, those real underlying gritty ones, like those ones that just gets him a little bit of extra change in his pocket that you don't even know about. Yeah, it's a little strange, though, Noel, that you, being such a huge Dan Snyder fan, I, I'm amazed you're even agreeing to this. I always said he was a dirtbag. <laughs> hey, business is business, friend. Well, hey. all right. Well, let- Everybody's your brother until the rent's due. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about that. So uh, regardless of all that, let's get this thing started. All right? Let's do it. Hope this doesn't hurt you too much. All right, Noel, what's your number five? The number five is he created a Redskins Extra Points MasterCard. And uh, what that did was he made it so that his season ticket holders couldn't use any other credit card. He blocked (laughs) it. So when they were purchasing their season tickets... The Redskins credit card was the only one that you could use. Mm. So that's how he was profiting off of it. He was making a percentage off of it with MasterCard. And the season ticket holders went bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. And almost they revolted. He had to pull the plug on it. But what a really little dirtbag move there just to get a couple extra APR points, you know? I wonder if you'd do that today. Oh, you have to actually have season ticket holders for that to happen, I guess. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, it never came to fruition because when they got that shit in the mail, they were like, uh-uh. Even if he did have 200,000 season ticket holders <laughs> wait on the waiting list at yeah. the time, whoever the hell was paying was like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. It's like itchy and scratchy cash. all right Uh, so my number five is the situation with lavernius coles so uh if you guys remember this snyder uh threatened lavernius coles to keep him out of football if he didn't agree to give up a five million dollar bonus in his contract uh coles was actually quoted saying that he said that he would send a flat screen television to my home because i'd be better off watching the games there End quote. <laughs> what a beast. <laughs> this would have moved up more on my list if he actually sent the flat screen, but I think that would have been awesome. He was even so cheap that he didn't even want to pay for the flat screen TV. How awesome is that? God, what a piece of shit. What a piece. I yeah. love it. Oh, man. What's your number four, Noel? My number four is he put in class action lawsuits for pedestrian walking Mm. around the stadium because people were doing like third-party parking and walking to the stadium. So he put in a class action lawsuit to ban pedestrian walking to say that it was a quote-unquote safety purposes. So they would have to, so he could load them up in his own parking lot and jack up the prices on parking. And uh, that's how he was trying to get around it. So on top of that, and that got turned down, okay? But he was really, really pushing hard for that one. I mean, (laughs) big time, but they told him to get bent. Not only that, he got turned down, but at the Six Flags in New England. So I don't know if anybody knows, but he was involved with Six Flags. Yeah, he owned it. He owned it. Um, Well, he attempted to do this at the one in New England. And on that one, he requested an off-site parking ban. On top of that, he was going to increase the price by $10 on the parking if it passed. God. So on two different occasions, he does. So it's not just a DC thing, guys. He's not just a piece of shit in the DMV. He goes up to the mass holes, too. He's worldwide. 
Yeah. All right. This is totally off subject. Well, not totally, but speaking of walking through parking lots. So me and my friend Chris went to a Monday night football game against the Titans actually in 2000. Right. Um, and, and we parked off site because we didn't want to pay as much. Right. So walking through, they have those porta potties in the parking lot. We saw a guy that was taking a shit. <laughs> he was taking a shit. He was taking a shit in one of the porta potties, and his buddy flipped, <laughs> flipped the porta potty over while Go. he was in it. Oh uh, my god! Uh, and he comes out, and he, half of his body's blue. <laughs> I would have been fucking... Somebody would have been dead. Well, and not to mention he had shit all over him because those (laughs) things have been used... What, since like two o'clock that afternoon? Wow. And um, he came out and, as you can imagine, beat the living shit out of his friend. (laughs) I I got out of Dodge. I was just a child, but it was awesome. That is awesome. I mean, <laughs> unless you're in the porta potty, of course. I mean, holy cow. I think I could have beaten Mike Tyson <laughs> if I would have come out of that porta potty. I mean, I would have knocked him the fuck out, I think, if that if that had happened to me. Pretty sure the, the, he would have ripped your heart out if, uh, but know, if it was Mike Tyson. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So uh, my number four is expired World Cup beer. You remember this? <laughs> yes. So this happened in 2014. So this isn't like ancient. Uh, so the Redskins sold beer with uh, World Cup advertised on it. Not that big of a deal. But the problem was that the beer was expired. And on top of that, he still sold it for $9 a piece. God. Also, the World Cup had ended two months prior to that thing is the only reason people even noticed was because it had the world cup advertising yeah, it was a commemorative on. can so yeah. this could have been going on for years who knows and nobody really <laughs> yeah. even noticed it it had the, who the hell reads the expired date on a fucking beer right you know but it was right there it was like hold on didn't the world cup like end a year ago <laughs> or whatever i <laughs> mean even people that aren't soccer fans know that when the world cup is right unbelievable yeah you're right i mean you would think like a multi-billion dollar company you don't even think about oh is this freaking beer skunked or not (laughs) i mean mean, unbelievable he didn't want to throw away the beer i mean i don't know who knows if they went to him and said uh excuse me mr snyder could we throw these away (laughs) yeah how far down the rabbit hole does it go (laughs) well hey shit rolls downhill right and you got a scumbag owner the uh, the rest of the people are gonna oh yeah no absolutely hey you you gotta make that penny on the dollar man yeah whatever it takes he's hired the right people i guess he has uh, he has so my number three, I'm going to start now, if that's all, all right. right with you, uh, w- was this Fan Appreciation Day. So <laughs> Snyder actually drew people to FedEx Field where he charged $25 to park, which is not abnormal for Mr. Snyder. But then it was to watch a team scrimmage and hear an address by the great Vinny Serrato. I'm sure everybody <laughs> was very excited to hear that. The worst part about this was that the parking charge wasn't even mentioned in the advertisements that the team produced for the event. So they put this thing out and making it like it was a free thing, but really he brought him in for the $25. Smart move by Mr. Snyder again. What a beast. What a great freaking move. And you know, he had Vinny Serrato do, I mean, the draw must have been huge for him. Oh yeah. They were really excited. And here goes, Matt. Little research. Oh God. Speaking of Vinny Serrato real quick. So I was looking at these obscure freaking things and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what did Vinny Serrato have pictures of Snyder in order to be on his staff for that long? But whatever. If anybody doesn't know, and I didn't, Vinny Serrato was in a movie. He was a lead role. He was a cop in a movie called Kindergarten Ninja. I thought you were going to say Kindergarten Cop for a second. No, I was no, like, no, no. I don't think it got the wrong guy. Ninja. 
came out in 1994. I, there's a little clip on YouTube of it. Oh my God, it's horrific. Dwight Clark was in it. So Vinny Serrato and him were in this movie and and Serrato was a cop that was trying to get down and dirty. He was like the dirty Harry of the movie. It's awful. Check it out. So what's your number three though? Oh, my number three. Sorry. My number three is the same. The the fan appreciation. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that's why I came up with that little Serato piece. Yeah. What a real piece of shit. Anyway. So, uh, Noel, what's your number two? My number two is airline peanuts. So what's wrong with airline peanuts? Everybody loves those. Airlines are so cheap now. I don't even think they'll give you freaking a barf bag <laughs> any, <laughs> anymore. So let alone peanuts. But anyway. They were selling, at FedEx Field, they were selling airline peanuts, unshelled airline peanuts from this company that went bankrupt. And they continued to sell the peanuts even after the airline went bankrupt. So a year and a half after this company went bankrupt, and from an expert, I guess, they say that airline peanuts go bad after three months. They were basically selling them for another 18 months after the company went defunct. So there you go. And God knows how much he was selling them for, like six bucks a pack or something. Who the hell knows? But yeah, pretty bad. I can't believe that that wasn't out there. I didn't even know about that one. Didn't even know about it. When you have so many, it's tough to keep track. It is. But expired food? (laughs) I mean, and an airline on it that, shit, I hadn't even heard of this damn airline. Independence Air? The fuck? What? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Somehow they made it into FedEx Field. Well, we had two expired foods on there. Yeah, man. You know, that's pretty good for him. I consider beer a food. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You you consume it, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so my number two is... <laughs> this is awesome. Snyder was sued by his former nanny who said that she was being shortchanged and asked to be compensated properly. Uh, Snyder screamed, quote, I pay you more than my Redskins Park people. I can't afford to pay you like this. So she sued him. And the court ordered Snyder, the court ordered Snyder to pay the nanny almost forty five thousand dollars in back pay. God, this is this guy hurting for money? I I don't know. I mean, it, that's why I mean, he has money, Matt. Yeah, rich get richer. Rich I guess. get richer, man. God, this you guy know? is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you got to look at this woman in the face. Taking you know, care of your bratty, snotty, rich kids. Yeah, with them probably you know, like an au pair that's probably with them eighteen fucking hours a day. <laughs> right, and he's bitch, and she's having to sue for back pay. I mean, that, what a piece! And forty five thousand dollars. That's not like jeez, man. Jesus, this guy's unbelievable. All right, well, what's your number one, Noel? Numero uno, the Pentagon flag hat. Oh, yeah. After 9-11. So the charitable guy that Snyder is, Mm -hmm. he decided to have this commemorative September 11th hat, the Pentagon hat, and it had the Pentagon on the side and the flag and that whole thing. The Marty year. The Marty year, yes. Yes. And he decided to give the proceeds to the 9-11 victims, charities, etc. That's really nice of him. Yeah, it was. It's the right thing to do. Good for you, buddy. Apparently, it didn't end there. (laughs) Because you got to make something off. It's not bad (laughs) enough that you can write it off on your taxes. Not not enough, apparently. That year, he was charging on the tickets a $4 security charge. 
Wow. Per ticket to basically get that money back. Instead of profiting off of the hats, he was profiting $4 a ticket on the 9-11 situation. That's like a whole nother level of piece of shit. You go out of your way to profit off of it? Well, and, beyond- and on top of that, you make a hat and you're like, oh, you're going to put it out there and you know, you say all this money's going to charity, but you're making a little change on the back end. And then, like you said, the tax write-off on top of that. Right. How could that- you ever defend this man? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> For anything. Matt. It's just business. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. And you know, I will say this. I know this happened 100% that after Sean Taylor died, that he profited off of those Sean Taylor bears. I can't find it anywhere, but I know it happened. 100% know it happened. I don't know if he wiped it off the internet or something. But I remember those bears. Yeah. I don't know where the a- money... I can't say where the money went and if he profited off of... Body wasn't even cold yet. Right. He was... I'm telling you, he did profit off of those in some way. I think he sold it for like 30 bucks a pop yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they were. And then a portion of the proceeds go to whatever. That's like 3% or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. My number one. This is probably more well-known, but I mean, this is... It's kind of funny and ridiculous, but it's pure scumbag move. Is uh, when Snyder left Vanilla Ice Cream in Mike Nolan's office to thaw. <laughs> yes. But I didn't know this. I thought he only did it once. He did it twice. Twice. On, in the season. So so the reason being, if you don't know, is because he felt that Mike Nolan's defensive schemes were a little too simplistic for his Damn liking. right it was. Well, I don't disagree but. with him, but the fuck... I mean, come on. It was his first year. This is what this guy does? Could you imagine how he was back in 99? He must have just a been... Crazed a crazed com- maniac. 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 <laughs> I mean, mean, he is a PG version of himself compared to what he was back then. Absolutely. Just didn't care. Say what was on his mind. I've treated people like dog shit. I mean, whatever it took. Do you remember when they won the vision in 99 and and NFL Films was like in the locker room and then he hugged Norv? Yeah. And Norv looked like he was, he saw a ghost. Yeah. It was like in a cold shower. He was like, uh. He was like, like, uh. uh, uh, He didn't know what to do. Yeah. It was the most awkward thing I'd ever seen. And Norvick, because he was he's like probably... A germ- get- yeah, he looked like a germaphobe that was being touched for the first time. Well, I mean, he was used to being screamed oh, at, yeah, I'm sure. No, absolutely. It was like when you flinch when Pop raises his hand when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't just actually raise his hand. He just hit you every time. And that's why you didn't have to flinch. Me, you know, he was a little lighter on that one. That was the older one, you know? Got to take yeah, that. Speaking of, got softer with age. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. As always, we're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook group. And uh, thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next time.